0: up podcast fam it's your boy jason craig aka the friendly neighborhood dreadhead and i'm back once again with the new brain to control the episode with my co-host sebastian what's going on dog
1: what's good what's good how is everyone doing how are you doing today
0: man i'm doing great i just uh got was playing a little bit of video games before we got on the air so tell
1: me about this what games you've been playing
0: Well, you know, uh, I've gone back to do my Scenario A and Scenario B run of Resident Evil 2 for the third third time. And uh, I've been playing a little game that came, a little sports game that's coming out tonight, but I'll talk about that. But before we get started with everything, let's go ahead and hit that good old intro because we got a lot of stuff to talk about and not enough time. So without further ado, let's hit that intro. What's going on, y'all? We are back, and today, if you would behold the scroll, well, we got a video game company out there buying big. Embracer Group buys big. We're gonna talk more on that. We got the tender swindler of video games out there right now. Then my impressions of Madden 23. We got the Amazon Borderland leaks, and y'all won't believe it, but you know they thought Sonic did good, so shit. We're just gonna throw everything out there. So. There's a Pac-Man game coming out, supposedly coming out, and we're just going to talk about that. So uh, let's just go ahead and start. Um, I think we'll say the Embracer Group for last. Let's go ahead and just—I'm uh, going to give my impressions of the of the fir- of the new edition of Madden. All right, let's go. This. I can say this: I it's an improvement. It's an improvement of Madden 22. There's a lot of quality to quality of life updates in um, Ultimate Team, which make things more accessible to people who don't want to put money in the Ultimate Team. They got these, uh, I forgot what it's called because I just skimped through it. But basically, it's where you can earn. It's easier to earn currency in that game than having to buy it. So for all you cheap people like me, go ahead and try Man, Ultimate Team. You won't be disappointed. It's still a fun mode. I really do enjoy it. Like I said, you don't have to be a pay to win. That's completely up to you. And you can still do um, Mud Champion, which is still a fun online mode. have not played online yet just because I didn't want to waste my trial on online playing either the Ravens or the Chiefs because I've dealt, I've dealt with that for the past two minutes.
1: <laughs> but um, now, what's up? I was going to ask you, so I'm a bit critical on Madden, and here's the reason why. Like, I feel like there's very little iteration from year to year, and without any competition, I feel like the franchise has kind of become a little stagnant, so to speak. Do you feel right. like Do you feel like this kind of breaks that mold? Do you feel like this is, like, a brand-new revolutionary Madden game, or do you feel like this is kind of, like, a very small incremental adjustment over what's been going on for the last couple of years
0: okay i'll say this uh for everybody that's still waiting for a Madden to be better than nfl 2k5 that's not gonna happen no time so i still put that as still the greatest football video game of all time because i don't think no other simulation game is gonna top that but as far as this one this is as far as the gameplay goes this is a drastic improvement of the shit that we've gotten in the past two years like that, they've actually. I don't know if you remember back in I want to say it was Madden 15, I think it was when they tried that, tried their attempt at that god awful precision passing that was difficult as hell to get to work.
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember this year they did the all skills pass, I believe it's like the <laughs> yes, all skills that, passing, mm-hmm. and that
0: is from what I've tweaked around with is actually you can still get intercepted if you don't know what you're doing but you don't ha- you don't always get them bs um interception animations okay. and also, also another thing the one on ones between dbs and receivers always oh, such a breath of fresh air <laughs> <laughs> it's such a breath of, breath of fresh air because not only because yeah it's still scripted animations but you're not locked in a predetermined animation when it's a 50-50 ball it actually, it legit feels like a 50-50 ball when two when the DB and a, when the DB and the receiver goes up, and you actually fight for the ball in midair. They have midair pass breakups, which I don't know. Sometimes they do cut kind of look kind of weird. One time, I, I guess it was a glitch in the coding. Mm-hmm. My dude did a T pose in midair. What while, <laughs> during the during the pass breakup? But like, not, I really haven't seen any new bugs. There's a lot of new tackling animations. They weren't lying when they said that they um put a whole lot more tackling animations. I've yet to see, like I said, I've only played like my good my 10 hours of it, but okay. I've yet to see I've yet to see a recycled tackle animation. Okay. So I think uh, I think that's a step in the right direction. Now, if you are a fan of the run game like me and Madden, mm-hmm. that 360 that 360 cut system that is a game changer it feels so you when you you know how in, uh previous man's where you would try to hit a hole that you saw yeah. the last second and, you and it kind of closes on, that, on you well, well that and, and you got stuck on the ass of your lineman then just fell over oh yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah so now they have it to where there's a there's a designated button where you can stop on a dime and hit the hole oh okay and, yeah and um uh, yeah, so that's a very nice that's a very nice addition to Madden because for some fact of I got tired of running into my running into I got tired yeah. of being Mark Sanchez basically I got tired of butt fumbling every time <laughs> every, every every game but um also uh, what what was nothing that stood out to me oh yeah Your
1: Ultimate Team I'm guessing
0: well no I I didn't get too much an Ultimate Team I was more in franchise because that that's my mode that my franchise. Now, for franchise, th- there's still a lot of work to be done. But thank God they have finally touched on the free agency. The free agency is a little bit more drawn out. Okay. They're, so when it comes to contract signings and stuff, you can actually give them team-friendly deal, often team-friendly deals, a neutral deal, mm-hmm. a player-friendly deal, or a very player-friendly deal. And the way that – I want to say the way that the very player-friendly deal works – or the friendly player deal, they, they finally got to where, even though you still can't customize it, you can backload contracts. And I was like, oh, okay. backload back contracts in a certain sense. And um, there's player tags, like you got the mentor, franchise QB, all that. Mm-hmm. And that that's also another way of putting realism or more longevity into the game itself. Scouting is a, it's still the same but different. Scouting okay. instead of instead of it giving you random ass stats that you unlock through scouting points, when you actually scout a player, it'll have a category of what you're specifically looking for. It'll have either an, an A through F. A being the best, F being the worst. Oh, I that's think dope. that's yeah, I think that's that's still a nice touch.
1: I was still like a combine, but <laughs> but I I think that's a huge step forward because, like, in the latest, what, five years, it's just been the fact that you basically had, like, scouting points and you would basically hit a player, like, unlock that player three times yeah. and get the full, like, scouting report for it. So this is a lot – this seems a lot more in-depth based on, like, player needs or, like, team needs. So that seems like a huge step forward.
0: Yeah, and, like, the thing about people is because um I've seen a lot of YouTubers just complain. I guess for me – the complaints really don't warn me because I'm not – I'm an online pl- – well, I used to be an online player, but I'm not that much just because online, on Madden, just been toxic. Because if you don't run into a Patrick Mahomes, you run into a – you run into the Baltimore Ravens, and then just that's just annoying. It's just – Madden just around people that just have no type of skill at this point. That just no type of skill. Just see what's mad in childhood. Don't try to do no football aspect of it. But for, as for me – Franchise is my bread and butter. Like me, and my boy Robbie, we play um, franchise mode. Like, like that's what we do. I want to start okay. doing probably weekend leagues with other people because I just love playing. I, I just love playing a season with a bunch of other people.
1: I got you. I got you. Let me ask you a question then. Based on the ten hours that you played of, um, Madden NFL this year, what do you think this is in your game of the year contention?
0: Oh no, it, it will never be my game of the year contention, but. I will say this is a ve- This is a, a very significant improvement from twenty two.
1: Okay. Do guess- you think
0: this is in the top ten of game of the year for you? Nah. That, like like I said, I, I don't really put any sports games in my top ten just because it's just recycled assets with with newer skins on it. But okay. like, but I was very I, I, I was slightly impressed with the in, with the. Um, with the uh, new latest adi- with the newest additions in franchise mode, and they finally heard me because for years
1: I've been saying, "Can y'all have a trade finder of some sort of sense?" They oh, finally that, have. Oh, that sounds lovely! Like NBA Two yeah. K, like NBA is like excellent franchise mode because of that. That trade finder makes everything seamless, and NFL finally did it. Yeah, and th- now oh. I will.
0: <laughs> The only thing is, they need to tweak the logic of a little because I was doing my Bears franchise and I was able to trade David Montgomery for Josh Allen. What? Um, yeah, uh, the uh, the defense straight thing. up. I yes. Uh, well, no. Well, it was like I think it was straight up. Yeah, I think it was straight up. Hell so no, wait. Hold on. I'm trying to think. What was it was it David Montgomery? I know he was included in it, but basically, yeah, the the logic for the logic is still they gotta work on it. Okay. But I'm glad that they attempted to add something to it. But in that very fun experience, presentation. I like it's got more of a Sunday night, Monday night football feel to it. Okay. They got um they got the touchdown, uh, uh they got the little touchdown graphic. From Fox, when you score a touchdown, mm-hmm. of course, it's not with like you know the graphic of the like you know the player sketched out, but yeah, it's the gra- it's the graphic from Fox. Nonetheless, still no detailed halftime report. I've I've just I want give
1: up a that. Chris Boomer. Just
0: give up. <laughs> I want I want a Chris Boomer style halftime report. We got that. We got that legit in 2005. Why is it so hard with this next-gen hardware that you can't give me a decent halftime report, Madden? I know you can do it. Stop being a fucking cheap.
1: I but, think they don't want to. I think, like, they just want to get back to the action really quickly. And that's, like, assets that they would have to pay for when, right now, they have, like, the advantage of having next-gen consoles being so fast, like... The load times are seamless so i'm like right now it would just yeah. be adding an asset almost adding a load screen when more people are like excited for the next gen consoles to be like no load times at all so it might just be a redundancy at this point
0: yeah but also now the if you're wondering if the game play from the next gen is sped up it's still a slower pace than current gen but for me i've gotten used to it at first it used to bother me but it doesn't bug me that much Mm-hmm. Because it's still an, it's still an enjoyable experience. I have not ran into any cheesy meta plays yet. Though. I'm probably going to later on down the line. But this is a, this is I've been enjoying it. Like I said, if you're a Madden fan, I, I would say that this is worth the price tag. Well, no, this is
1: worth sixty dollars. Not a goddamn. I was gonna say it's worth the seventy. I've I rarely have seen games where I'm saying that's worth the seventy price tag. So you're nah. saying like. Well, I was about to say I'm like, whoa. Base base, base game, uh,
0: current gen, I'd pay for it. Like, like I said, I pay, for okay. it, but I'm a Madden fan. Now, okay. if you're a true Madden fan, now if you're a true Madden fan, I, I would say if you well, if you like if you are a franchise multiplayer, that's all you play or ultimate team, I say this is worth the 70. I, okay. I I would say it's worth worth 70. If you're a casual fan, I wait till it goes on game pass months down the line or get it on sale in the okay. coming holidays. But yeah, but I give this a, hmm, I give it a 7.5. Still stepping so, in the right not direction. Bad. Not bad. Still okay. stepping in the right direction. And thank God they finally changed the pass rushing because I got so sick and tired <laughs> of me not getting through the line and just watching the the op- the opposing quarterback just sit back there with his I'm dick chilling in his all hand. Day. Yeah, just chilling with his dick in his hand. I like, man, come on. Y'all, y'all got to fix that.
1: I understand completely. So, at least Madden is a step up. You know, 7.5 is not bad. I, like, that's not a bad game at all. I recently have been playing, like, Cold to the Lamb, which I think is a game of the year contender. Like, I think that game is a solid 9 to 9.5, depending on who you ask. And so, like... But you know it's good that Madden's like moving into that at least getting higher into that echelon of like seven seven point fives versus to me it's been like sixes for the last like four years
0: right like twenty two was a step in the right direction. this mm-hmm. is after see like twenty two I felt like they wanted to put in twenty one but the psych but the but the cycle it didn't allow them to like allow them to do what they wanted to do. So we basically got this we basically got 21.5 last year. I feel like this is a step in the right direction. I feel like this is what the game that they wanted to put out this year. It's still a few things missing, but they did a lot of quality of life updates that were much needed, and especially in franchise mode, because I'm a franchise mode player.
1: So let me ask you then as an you're a super Madden fan at this point, like you're right deep into the trenches. Do you think, like, would you rank Madden as the number one sports game right now? No, sadly, I, I can only speak for
0: what I have played. For me, since I played it the most, I'm more familiar with the it. It'd be 2K, just because okay. I'm a huge career. I'm a huge career mode fan. I play with the homies online all the all the time. Uh, MLB The Show. I did not think I would like that, but MLB The Show is fun as hell. It is that that, that it is really fun. I'm not going to lie. And then there's FIFA. I I I put FIFA last cuz I suck, but I still have fun. I I get I, I,
1: I think you're right about FIFA, but I think FIFA is bare bones compared to some of the other stuff. Like it's missing it's missing like that big franchise mode kind of feel to it. It's also missing like that big career mode kind of feel to it. And to be honest, like I think I would probably before you told me about this madden review madden to me was like fourth place right like right in front of the fifa i put nhl above madden last year because nhl had like its presentation was on point its gameplay was on point it had a dedicated career mode and a dedicated franchise mode so i i thought that one was a big step up in the other direction and i would probably put like my number one was probably going to be uh nba 2k and then my number two was probably going to be the show because I think the show is fantastic, so oh, it's yeah. good though. It's good that Madden's competing in that that bubble again. Yeah, yeah and then the, I
0: think they realized that since two K is going to have their arcade style game, they got to k- kind of still like even though it's, even though it's arcade versus simulation, we all know how two K came when it came to the came to the the football games. Shoot, even um even though they didn't have less in the NFL um all pro. All pro football 2K8, that was a fun ass game. I mean, I'll take a word it was for gener- I didn't play that one. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it, like, they couldn't use the rights. To, so the mm-hmm. players are just generic ass teams and players, mm-hmm. but it was still a fun game. And the mechanics still still, he'll hold up to this day. That's the only thing still. about Matt. The only thing about Matt is it's still not finding the balance between, it's still trying to, struggling to find the balance between realism and simulations and simulation style gaming mm-hmm. like so but yeah man um oh also so you're asking what about face the franchise i ain't playing that shit
1: playing. <laughs> i can understand i can <laughs> understand completely <laughs> i'm no I'm i was not gonna waste my 10 hours on face the franchise <laughs> i i completely understand i'm not a ultimate team kind of person or online gamer really i so i play in the franchise mode and i like get deep into the nerdy statistics of like Okay, let's try to rebuild a franchise. Like, that's that's who I am as a gamer, right? Especially a sports gamer,
0: right. yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, I, I would just say if you got five dollars or game pads, try it, try it out. You get a free trial, you get a 10 hour free trial. But, uh, yeah, I, it's gonna have mix- to be
1: really good to suck me away from like Cult of the Lamb right now because I think that is like that's been amazing, that's been almost like. I, I don't necessarily think it's my game of the year, but I think it is a strong contender for my top five list. It's already in the top ten list, so it's gonna have to be really good to suck me away from that one. I got like two of my top ten lists right now. Let me top what's, five in the, what's in the top two? Uh right now, Elden Ring, because I, I just fucking love that game. <laughs> okay. I put like three hundred like hours. I put like three hundred hours in Elden Ring. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I feel like everyone's game of the year So, Oh, at least most people's game of the year is going to be Elden Ring right now. Mine's Horizon then, Forbidden West though.
0: Okay. And then as far like I feel like this would be indie game like this being a contention for indie game of the year for me just cuz this game had everything I loved and I just love Chinese martial arts and all that. Oh, seafood. Seafood, <laughs> seafood was so fucking fun, man. Mm-hmm. Like every time I got through them um Every time I got through those old boy style hallway fights, mm-hmm. I like bro. I'm, I'm, I love this game. I like and the combat was combat's fluid, basic story, straight to the
1: point, and fluid combat. So dope, so dope. I can't wait to see what that studio does in the future. So because they really knocked it out of the park with the Sifu, I'm really excited to see what's next for them.
0: Yeah, man. They they um. I kind of knew that Sifu was gonna be a hit because they're the same studio. Studio that did Absolver and Absolver mm-hmm. was really fun. Like, got my it, ass beat a lot, but it was, it was
1: really fun. It was just too much of a multiplayer game for me. Like, I never even yeah. dove into it because of that. But, like, Sifu is just a single player narrative game. And I'm like, oh, you're speaking my love language now. I'm all in. You got me <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, I feel you, man. But uh, now let's talk
0: about. uh, Now, we're talking about the Sifus and the Maddens and the Cult of the Lambs. Uh, Let's talk about Amazon doing what it does best and leaking, leaking games. (laughs) So apparently whoever doing this, they just need to get fired from Amazon because this is a (laughs) reoccurring thing. (laughs) Like, so I want to say it was probably earlier. I want to say it was earlier this week, probably sometime last week. um, Amazon, for whatever reason, they had it up on the store again. They had the synopsis of the they had the synopsis of the story. And um, hold on, let me look it up. I just had it on my phone. I was just I was just um reading the story. So so apparently um they had they had a um I guess a listing for the game on Amazon, and it was given the the release date, the characters, and the (laughs) play. So Apparently there's going to be three new uh three new characters called Oct- Octavio, Fran, and Anu. And as far as release as far as release date, I think they said October 21st,
1: yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, so let's let's dive into this real quick. What's your excitement level for this game? Like one out of 10 how excited <laughs> are you? Uh, to be honest,
0: I mean, I give this a solid I didn't play Teen, uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland, mm-hmm. so like the last one I played was three. Like I said, I'm a huge fan of the series. The, the series is fun. It's, it's it's a nice, cool, wacky style. The um the the gunplay is really fun. But like I said, I just feel like at this point they're going to water it down. Like when something gets a lot of sequels, especially a shooter, eventually it's going to get watered down. And I just feel like, is it going to be time? For Borderlands to be watered down,
1: like you feel what I'm saying? I Borderlands is not for me as a series because like the who I am as a gamer, it doesn't quite speak to me. But like I felt like a lot of people already got franchise fatigue when the third game came around. And then so you got like I thought, two was that nice sweet spot where they, you know, they still had a lot of mojo going for them. When three came out, I the atmosphere around like the gaming community seemed like it started to go lukewarm. It started to see like food right. heated over a couple of times, but I it did, it really did. Like, and then Tiny <laughs> Tina came out this year and it came, and months later, it went. We don't hear anything about Tiny Tina Wonderland. I don't hear anybody saying like oh i'm excited to get home or i'm excited to play tiny tina's wonderland tonight and that's not disparaging the game the game could be fantastic it just i think there's already a level of fatigue behind tiny tina's wonderland behind borderlands behind tales of the borderlands like i think that for like i would love for that studio to to move into a new direction and do something completely different than that i guess you could say looter shooter genre basically like get it they they are right now in the same situation that Gorilla Studios was with with Killzone. You remember the Killzone games for the PlayStation? Oh, yeah. I loved
0: Killzone. Well, man, until PlayStation All-Stars came out. Then I yeah. fucking hate that game because <laughs> it reminded me that one fucking character with not. Okay, we ain't gonna go on top all that. But do you remember? Yeah. You
1: remember when? Um, so you remember Killzone? Like the last Killzone game came out, it came and went. No one cared about it. Like no one cared, and that it, the IP was just in that stagnant kind of zone. And then they went off and they did something completely different, and they made Horizon Zero Dawn. Like that's kind of what where I think like Gearbox needs to go next. I don't necessarily. It doesn't necessarily have to be exactly like. Um, like Horizon Forbidden West or Horizon Zero Dawn. But what I'm saying is they need to refresh. Like, they need to do something completely out of that same genre because they Tiny Tina Wonderland is different, but is it really different? It's still a Looter shooter, and it still has that same Borderlands right. DNA. I think they need to change it up, do something different. Yeah. Nah, to be honest, man, you brought up Zone. See, I never got <laughs> to
0: play uh, Zone or the third one. I think mm-hmm. it was, I think it was the third, one, third. Third one or fourth one? Whichever one came out last. I think it was fourth one. I think, I like, think it was fourth one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't get played because like I didn't have, I was a broke college student, so I didn't have money to, to get that when I got my, my, got my PS4. But, uh, yeah, man. Now, we, they keep on doing these uh doing these sequels, man. I want the Resistance back, or at least a, re, a remaster of the Resistance. I love that game
1: for PS3. Yeah, I remember that, that er- one. So, I'm counting right now, and it was... Killzone—it's so it's Killzone the first one. It's Killzone Two, Killzone, zone Liberation, Killzone Mercenary, Killzone Three, and then Killzone Shadowfall was the latest one. So that's what five games in the series. That's too much, yeah. Especially for shooting. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But like you said, it'd be nice to see um, that game come back. But I don't necessarily think. Yeah, I don't necessarily think. I think this is starting to get very similar to kill zone. And that's why I use that analogy because like, if you're looking at borderlands and tiny Tina's and they're all in that same kind of genre, it's looking, it feels very much like that back in the day. They need to shake it up. Right. Right, Yeah. So we're going to see, like I said, I'll
0: probably still play it just like, you know, it'd be something for us to review on here, but it's not like it's it's not like oh man, I can't wait to I can't wait to play it. Just saying, I'll
1: play it. <laughs> you know what I would love for? You know what I would love for Gearbox to do? I would love for them to take an IP game. Like I feel right now, it's like the race to get like these licensed IP games out again because we got Avatar. Or the the Marvel games are starting to take off. DC games are starting to pop off again. Harry Potter games like licensed games are starting to come back and they're starting to become like actual value games again. I'd love to see them crack something like maybe a a Green Arrow game that was similar to like Batman, like the Arkham games. I think they would like I think they'd be pretty cool at doing that. Or if they still want to be that kind of like wackier kind of like studio, I would love to see them do something similar to maybe like a Marvel's Ultimate Alliance that kind of thing. Right. I think they do like really well in that wheelhouse. Right,
0: right. Well, like I said, we still going to see it. I'm not really giving my hopes up for it, but hey. hey you, are you buying is- it
1: for $60 this year? No. <laughs> <laughs> this screams I don't, I don't. like a Game Pass game for me. Like, if this was on Game Pass, you can get me to try it out, but nah, I'm not paying like $60 for this one. Yeah. Now, um, I think a game that I might get, just
0: because I was a huge fan of it. I heard you talk about it in your podcast probably uh two weeks ago. I might get that Saints Row man. I, I, I might you oh, you're gonna Saint- dive into it. I I love I love the I love the first like me GTA was wacky mm-hmm. G, GTA is wacky, but it still has some type of some type of realist to it. Saints Row, it Saints Row, it just said fuck, fuck that we're gonna get crazy. And I love crazy.
1: It really I, I did fucking love crazy. It really did. I think um Saints Row is the tale of like two different franchises to me. Like Saints Row what? one and two are very much like GTA clones, they kind of stayed in that wacky realistic kind of bubble, and then there's like three and four and got out of hell that got like completely off the wall like this is batshit crazy territory we're a superhero now we're fighting aliens like (laughs) we are going off into space you're the president of the united states you have like the ability to run like the flash now so i'm like yeah that was that's crazy i'm glad they're kind of toning it down a little bit getting back to that like second like saints world two saints world three kind of zone because three to me is the best like when you're falling have you played three it's been a while
0: since i played three man
1: okay so so like kind of kind of uh, remind me a little bit okay so three you are basically like you are still on top of the world until you're not like basically like this new gang has come in and taken over all your territory and like three is like you're trying to reassemble the gang back together and there's like i remember that one yeah, like three to me stands out and it's always that game that I point out to having like one of the dopest moments that have like the coolest soundtrack because like three had like Kanye's power, like Okay, in yeah, the song I definitely and remember you that oh, yes. yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was actually my favorite as well. I, I loved that that yeah, one.
1: I loved yeah. that moment. That moment was fun. But I think um to me like i want it to get back to that i don't want it to be like super zany where you're like where you have powers i don't want it to be like super crazy where you're finding demons and devils and aliens like i like that i like that gang kind of feel because it feels like it's still down to earth and it feels like it has a central storyline that everyone can follow like i can't i can't tell people to go like hey you should pick up and play saints row four because i'm like Okay, first you need to know that you were once upon a time president of the United States. You were once upon a time, like, <laughs> like you were fighting gangs, now you're fighting aliens, and then people are going to look at me like, the fuck? How did we get here? And I'm like, I can't tell <laughs> you. I really can't tell you. Man, cocaine's a hell of a drug, man. It really is. <laughs> so know, you're going to get like, to
0: Oh, yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get it, man. Because I was just waiting, like, I wonder if they, everyone rebooted and then... They said, "Oh, don't worry, we got you, fam. We got you."
1: So I'm looking, definitely looking forward to that. That's what I am I, looking forward to. That. I hope it's better than I'm giving it credit for, because I think that is a strong six out of ten kind of game. Yeah. Now I will say this: what sold me is the
0: is is the uh, the um the creativity that you can yeah. that you can do in that game. I do like like the whole creation thing. Um, I didn't get to try like the beta of it that they had mm. released after Summerfest. I wanted to just, but I didn't. Just didn't have the time. Preparing, preparing for shows had me all types of messed up. But What's yeah, the odds I'm, that they have good black hair in that game? Oh, the odds are low. <laughs> like two K still can't get cornrows right, man. <laughs> for everybody that's not black, cornrows—you still have some semblance of a hairline, not just big ass spaces. In your head, where it looked like somebody just glued on every fucking braid to your head, I hate that. It, like, <laughs> it, 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 like, I will never forget this. I was playing an online, I was playing an online game, with, like, um, in the rep. It was just a bunch of light skinned dudes with alopecia braids. That oh, I was no. like, what? like, what is this? Like, white people, come on now. I know y'all don't know black hair, but Come on, y'all got to do better than that. Y'all got to do better. I, for, since 2K12, y'all had them same stale as cornrows
1: in the game. Busted and crusted. No hairline, no nothing. Like, it's bad. It is terrible. That's one of the probably, to me, one of the biggest faults of, like, the customization in 2K. And quite frankly, like, I start open world games, and I'm just like, is there, like, a almost like a ball fade kind of option because they that's the closest i'm gonna get to not being messed up so i always lean towards that
0: i just go i always go bald with the bushy ass beard cause I mean, I, y- y'all can't mess being bald up
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like like uh like skyrim i just choose a dark elf because mm-hmm. fuck i'm i'm not gonna have
1: hair anyway so <laughs> no for sure not for sure not so so you're gonna, you're probably this Saints World is gonna be a day one buy for you. Or are you? going to Oh wait yeah, man. Oh
0: uh, okay. I might wait till like the next week because my daughter's birthday and I gotta get her stuff.
1: Oh yeah, so, for sure. You can't, you can't be slipping on. that.
0: <laughs> I mean, unless I got money left over, I might get it that same weekend. But mm-hmm. if not, I probably get, I probably get it the next weekend. It, it'll be a free check, something to do.
1: Okay. Probably,
0: I might, I might just go ahead and get in my PS Five cuz i've just i'm i'm going to get my shit fixed eventually okay. i'm going to get
1: fixed
0: i was not going to get fixed this week but life happened it's like every time I, my paycheck come my life punched <laughs> me in my chest like debo said you mean my money right i'm like yes life i guess it is your money I, hey i feel you i feel, you. I feel you the mortgage don't stop <laughs> the
1: mortgage don't stop
0: <laughs> but yeah man like i might cuz i'm
1: also trying to get back into collecting physical copies of games oh there's more power to you i am not that guy like i am a digital connoisseur like i am a digital hoarder give me all my stuff digital i do not want to get my old ass off the couch anymore to go like change (laughs) games out i am not i'm not that guy anymore my knees crack like i am getting (laughs) older i don't want to have to go walk to the other side of the room hit the eject button and get my game out like and then go find my other game Put it back. Put like swap the cases and then like put the new game in. I'm done with that. That is PS2, Sebastian. Like I am ready to embrace the new world of digital. I'm like my Switch is all digital. My play like my PlayStation. I don't have the all digital PlayStation, but like all my games are pretty much digital on that PlayStation. All my games are pretty much digital on Xbox, aka my Game Pass machine. I am not getting my old ass up no more, and bringing myself to swap out video games like I'm still in the 2002 era. I can, just can't do it. I can't. I
0: can't. Well, hey, man. Like, hey, you know what's like so crazy? What's up? I, I, I think I found. I think I found a video of you trying to change out a game. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, 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 th- I think I found a video of you trying to change out a game. Just give me a second, man. Just give me a second. Man, they Move got cameras away. in my house now. Yeah, man. I, <laughs> I, I think I saw a video I think I see a video of you uh, you know, trying to do your oh, thing, hello, no. where's that? Okay. Yeah, man. Five video game. <laughs> <laughs> gotta control the video game. Hello. Wait, let me see. Wait, oh wait, where's that? Oh wait. This thing is so stupid. But yeah, man, I think I found it. Okay, second? let's see it. Oh, this is so, yeah, there we go. Yeah, bro, I think I found you. Right here. Uh,
1: all right, here we go. Oh, yeah, that, that's me right there. <laughs> that's me right there. I am not, I'm like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not crawling off the couch anymore. Like, I, I live a life of bougie luxury now. And I'm like, I just can't bring myself to do it he ain't even moving like, like that thing that just said he was not even moving <laughs> that looked like a zombie from the first episode of the walking dead but yeah i i completely can't do it anymore i just i i'm i'm old my knees have cracked i've crossed the threshold of 30 and i just can't do it yeah man i don't know i guess for me well i'm not gonna buy every game just mostly the
0: game or franchise i love like Mm-hmm. I'm going back to collect
1: all the physical copies of Resident Evil just because I love that franchise so much. No, that's I, a collection. That's a collection kind of thing. I can understand that completely. Yeah, I'm not yeah. disparaging you for collecting physical yeah. media. I'm just saying my old dusty ass can't do it no more. I, I, I feel you, man. I
0: feel you. And then plus, you know, I, I was like you. Like, I bought a, a PS5 physical copy mm-hmm. when I, I don't even buy physical games. But like so i was like, damn.
1: it's kind of nostalgic putting in a putting in a disc (laughs) i bet i bet if i like did it it might feel like oh this is the good old days but i just i'm like i'm living a good life now like i have a i have a charger like just right beside me if my controller needs to charge up i can just pop that in pop my other controller out like i have three ps uh three ps5 controllers and three series x controllers like and i can just switch those bad boys out at will I'm, I do not have to get up anymore like I don't have to do it so I'm like I just give me my lifestyle let me live my good life now see now you're just being lazy you're, Y'all, just, yeah, for being sure. lazy. <laughs> you're just being lazy at that point man just for being sure. Lazy. for sure well this well, this new console generation is all about convenience I am going to embrace that yeah man hey well I'll tell you this you know
0: who was not being lazy who was that God goddamn Embracer Group. Oh my god. <laughs> when you mm-hmm. told me. So if y'all don't know, um Embracer Group is I want to say this video game conglomerate, right?
1: Yeah, the video game conglomerate based in Switzerland right now, I believe. It's like they've been buying slowly buying acquisitions of studios, especially gaming studios. Um, and they're usually the double-A studios. So like the people who made like SpongeBob, SquarePants, Bikini Bottom, the people who made um um destroy all humans so a lot of the smaller stills uh smaller scale stuff but recently they're starting to ramp up if you didn't know they all like a couple of months ago they bought a lot of assets the western based assets from square enix which is huge because that means they own the tomb raider stuff that so okay they were starting to get some traction going yesterday yesterday at like I don't know, like late into the night here in the central time of the world in the United States, it was announced that they bought all the IP from the Lord of the Rings um, Foundation, and that is huge. And because it's not just the video game side of it, they own Lord of the Rings and Hobbit movies, TV shows, video games, amusement parks, everything that's associated with Lord of the Rings, basically. They now own it media wise. And that's amazing because that means like they can come out with Lord of the Rings games at the Wazoo. That's, am- that's huge in-, in gaming for one particular reason because they now have what I think is one of the most innovative systems in video games that to come out in the last 10 years. I don't know if you play Shadow of War or Shadow of Mordor, but the Nemesis system from that, they now own that system. They own the trademark for that system. If they want to put that game in any franchise now going forward, they have the they have the right to.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. I liked um I played both Shadow of War, uh Shadow of War, Shadow of Mordor.
1: No, I think it's one. one is called Shadow War, one's called Shadow of Mordor.
0: Yeah. Now the only thing was about both of them, I, the Nemesis system is cool, but mm. after a while it did get
1: repetitive. <laughs> Oh, for sure, but imagine that in a story centric game like Batman. Yeah, Yeah. that's gonna really pop off. See, what I wanted, what I
0: wanted. Now my nerdiness is getting my Lord of the Rings nerdiness is Mm -hmm. is coming in. I wanted to be in the time period of when all of you know when everybody was at war. I want to see, I want to see the time period that we got a glimpse of in the first movies. I want to be set in there where you fight, where you're fighting the race and all that. I just felt like it was the same enemy types in both games.
1: Okay, so the big first the first battle of Middle Earth where like Sauron's ring gets cut off basically off his fingers. Okay, I understand what you're saying. Um I'm I'm right there with you, but I think like the Lord of the Rings games have kind of been in that same like spot as the Harry Potter franchise. We talked about this (laughs) on the last, (laughs) on the last episode, like they've been just, they're good. Harry, uh, there's good, like Lord of the Rings games. There's not really that good of Harry Potter games, but they also are just middling around. Like there's no breakout game of the year contender for the Lord of the Rings video games. And I think now that they have all these IPs and they have, a buttload of studios behind them like they are going to be a power player going forward in that double a kind of space i don't think they're going to be a triple a developer and i don't expect them to create games like halo infinite or even i don't even think they'll get games closer to that horizon forbidden west or death loop kind of zone i don't think they're going to be that big but i do think we should start expecting them to start putting out like 10 or 12 games that are on the same level as sifu or that are on the right. same level as stray that is on the same level as kina bridge of spirits those lowered kind of double a kind of like smaller experiences i can completely seeing them owning the field in that going forward
0: yeah like i, said, I, I just to be honest like things have been so sparse in the lord of the rings game realm. Mm-hmm. I, I just every time i just this play skyrim or elder ring i just picture like this is my lord of the rings experience (laughs) it's about about
1: close i'm gonna get to my lord of the rings experience yeah and um in movies though that's where it gets interesting because like part of the reason why we haven't necessarily been bombarded with um the movies and the tv shows we're just now getting a a lord of the rings tv show coming up in a few weeks but it's because of the people who own the property they necessarily want to do that with this new embracer group they could put out as many Lord of the Rings properties as Star Wars is putting out Star Wars properties now. Right. They have the liberty as long as they find the studio to help them do it. They could have their Disney Plus of Lord of the Rings shows. We can get a Legolas show with Orlando Bloom coming back, hopefully. We can get a, a Gandalf like what was Gandalf's early years like kind of show. We can get a movie dedicated to what happened after Frodo left. Like We can get all that now.
0: Now, my only thing about the disc, that's why I'm worried about it. Because if somebody buys something, they want to put it as much as they can, Mm -hmm. and don't no matter the quality. Like I tell everybody, there's fans of it, and if you're fans of these these sets of movies, then that's more power to you. But I just I hated the movies, Uh, the Hobbit, the Hobbit movies. I just did not like. They were shot really like like the they look beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look beautiful, but it was just it was called The Hobbit, but we focused on everything but The Hobbit.
1: Yeah. So, y- did you like the original trilogy?
0: Oh, I love like I love that trilogy just because okay. just because even though even though it's nothing like the bush, cuz you know, it's just something you can do with mm-hmm. that sort of material. Like it was already unless you wanted the movie to be 6 hours, I probably still would have watched it.
1: I would have watched I, all of that. Give
0: it yeah, to me. Yeah, cuz I just loved the word that the way that they built the world i love the characters i I love the evolution of all the characters and i just feel like i was attached to the fellowship like mm-hmm. even when they went on the little side adventures i was attached to frodo and and sam i was attached to um to the brothers uh what, what was his name i forgot
1: Pippin. Uh, mary was, and pippin yeah mary and frodo sam are the, are the hobbits yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah like I would attach them I was attached to to Aragorn and Legolas and um I, I Gimlet. Always the name. yeah Gimlet I was attached to all those characters but when I came to the net, new movies
1: I was like I mean Legolas is here <laughs> 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 like, I understand I understand a lot of people feel that way about the Hobbit I kind of enjoyed those as a popcorn flick more so than as a like critique of those movies because if i was using my critique hat like on every movie a lot of movies would get like fours and 5s i'm pretty hard as a critic but like i i also feel like i don't want the franchise of lord of the rings to grow stagnant so to speak and i want i'd almost prefer having bad iterations that are at least trying than having nothing but the last three movies to go off of again so i'm almost to where i'm like keep trying and eventually you're going to get like some, you'll get back to that level of quality, especially if you bring Peter Jackson back. Bring Peter Jackson back, I'm like, we're going to have a solid like good time here. Now, let's spin it back to video games here. Like, Here's where things get interesting. And I feel like we're talking about Embracer Group, but this has big ramifications across the gaming industry. With Square Enix selling off all the Western stuff, all the Western stuff, do you know you know what they're this leans towards this leans towards them like being lean and mean and like all this left is their japanese franchises and their japanese stuff perfectly they've assembled. Been want, Huh? They've been, want,
0: they've been wanting to do that for years man they they just they've been wanting to get to sell that western stuff
1: off for a while because as you see from a lot of the western stuff they don't put that much thought into it <laughs> no no but here's where i was going with that like i think with where the the content wars is going they're leaning up and i think they're bracing themselves to sell the japanese side of the fence to it and they've always had a really good relationship with sony right and who's gonna who's gonna help make the final final fantasy games what console like final fantasy games are usually always exclusive on playstation that yeah so I think that's going to be. I think they're leaning themselves up and basically teeing that, teeing that off to basically for Sony to buy Square Enix now, and then Embracer Group is just going to like suck in the the Western side of things. They're going to be West like if we don't watch out, what like Embracer Group is going to be the next Bethesda, like to where they have like a whole bunch of smaller studios involved with them.
0: Yeah. Now. The thing about it is, um, you know, back in the day, because it's really not the case no more, um, you know, Final Fantasy used to be exclusive, so a uh, PlayStation exclusive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think uh, what wasn't Final Fantasy was was Seven Remake on, on Seven Remake
1: though? is still on PlayStation only except for PC, like PlayStation, okay. so was, and so it was just it,
0: so it was. was it, Fifteen that that was wait fifteen was both right. Fifteen
1: is every everything you can find okay, that everywhere. Yeah. So sixteen is also PlayStation exclusive though. Right now I think yeah. it's like a maybe a timed exclusive, but right it's now price it's price only price. said they've only said it's um PlayStation and then timed later for PC. So they haven't even hinted at Xbox getting that game. Yeah, but the the Xbox still has to have seven, and seven came out what twenty twenty. Yeah, and like that's always just
0: broken me about the about the you know the the console wars to so to speak because I just feel like yeah you can have exclusives. I've always I've been a fan of timed exclusives, like you know, system will have this for a set amount of time or whatever, months or years, and then you port it over because I just feel like you kind of you you kind of stifling your audience in a sense because there's a lot of people out there who didn't play a final fantasy game to a final fantasy 15 because they didn't have a playstation and then when they played that final fantasy game I'm like you know what this is actually really fun and i'll be yeah. like i've been trying to tell y'all for years final fantasy eight is better than seven but i've been trying to tell y'all for years that final fantasy is that shit. and like it's cool like i guess they they kind of uh square enix they they, they kind of trying to branch out a little more not with their main titles but i think I want to say, uh, I want to say yeah, a lot that- of their
1: stuff is coming to switch. A lot of this stuff is coming yeah. to PC. A lot of those are MOBA games, like mobile right. titles. So they are branching out quite a bit. I just, right. I, it looks like they're becoming lean mean and considering like they haven't necessarily knocked it out of the park with a lot of their games lately. I think like, and Sony and Microsoft are in a buying frenzy right now. I think I don't be surprised if square and Ubisoft are the next shoe to drop especially right. considering the state of those studios But I um I think th- what what you really said resonated with me. And I have a I, I have a little conflicting opinion to me. It's like I'm not necessarily a big video game war kind of person in game war, but I do like the right. competition. And the reason right. why I like the competition and I like exclusives is because like I feel like it's almost like sports. It's almost I equate it almost to having like two separate football franchises and you like almost like the afc versus the nfc like one of them needs when one of them's great like the nfc or the afc right now is basically sony like they're they're like all the top teams are to me in the afc right now but like xbox is gaining traction xbox is like gaining things and i feel like the competition helps the gamers as a whole because like if they not necessarily they're they're big two companies they're doing their own thing but if they quote unquote compete with each other on making like the best products then we win as consumers it's almost like the pizza hut dominoes and all that kind of argument you know like everyone they're still making the same thing but they're going about it in a different kind of like way but like they are both competing for the same market share and they're both raising their games up with like pizzas you know like they both kind of want to outdo each other and they kind of want to outdo each other as far as like the audience buying there. like cars as well cars is in the same kind of boat but i'm i'm okay with like exclusives because it i feel like now xbox now has bought all these studios and a lot of those games are going to become exclusive to game pass games because of the way sony's been pushing the exclusive market and the thing is about sony The thing about Sony is that I've never
0: really liked about Sony. Like, I'm a fan of Sony. If I don't get me wrong, like, some of my favorite games are made by Sony Entertainment Studios. But, ooh, they just be smelling themselves all the time. I'm talking about, look, Switch and Nintendo Nintendo and Xbox, they play nice with each other. A lot of the games that's on the Switch and uh, both on Xbox and Switch, cross-platform, Sony refuses to play nice when it comes to cross-platform
1: and that pisses me off that I'm right th- like i'm yeah. right rented with you i am as a person who owns all the consoles as well like i want everything to be cross-platform if it's on every game system it needs to be cross-platform going forward that's how i feel about like the the nature of video games going forward we need everything should be cross-platformed in the sense to where like also cross saves like I think cross saves should be just be an industry standard. Like if I right. buy a game and that game and I also have that game on PC, I want that save. I don't care if I have to sign up to like some bootleg Warner Brothers site. Just let me let me upload my like game save to the cloud and download it on whatever system, uh, download that game file on whatever system I want to play on. Because if I want to play something on my Switch or soon to be Steam Deck, God help me get my Steam Deck in, or, or my PlayStation or Xbox. Like I want that my saves to carry over. I want like to have crossplay. So I'm right there with you. I I think like that should be an industry standard going forward. Right, and if y'all are wondering how much uh,
0: Embracer Studios, Embracer Group, paid, paid about five 578, five hundred seventy five, eight 572 point eight million dollars on the purchase that was part of six oh wait no that was just the purchase of just the Lord of the rings yeah for so sure they pay but they pay five hundred million so I can only imagine with the other with the other um acquisitions how much they cost them
1: I think but yeah I think this total of eight hundred and thirty six million dollars total that they've spent like in their acquisition quest right now god damn but yeah, right. getting close to getting close to a billion, getting close to owning a sports franchise at that point. But I think that you know, like we mentioned, five hundred million dollars. I think they got a steal for that for Lord of the Rings, right? A so, man, one Lord of the Rings movie can make that back. Just oh one. yeah, man.
0: Oh yeah, ju- yeah, yeah, man. No problem. But you know uh, what we talking about making movies. Uh You saw Sonic, right? Little little blue hedgehog. You know, childish personality. Mm-hmm. So I'm, so I'm guessing you were a fan of the look
1: of of the little of little Hedgehog. No, I like the it movies. Was a, I'm not a Sonic gamer.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So well, you like the movies, and I guess uh, the producer of the movie was like, you know what, I want more money. So, <laughs> so he so new rumors have been circling around that a live action.
1: A live-action Pac-Man game is in the works. Hmm. Yeah. I I got some feels about this. How do you feel about it?
0: Okay, I'm going I'm to just put it this way. I feel like we're about to get back to that era where they're just making a video game adaptation. For fuck's sake, only thing that's missing is Juve as do <laughs> butchering a video game franchise like he did Blood Ray. Blood Rain was so bad. Blood Rain but, was so bad.
1: How, okay, so before we dive into it, how'd you feel about the Sonic 1 and Sonic 2 movies from 2020?
0: I really enjoyed them because I was like, it's still trying to be its own thing. Well, it's, it's still like following its own little narrative while still trying, while still trying its best to stay on par, like stay on topic with them with the overarching narrative. So I really enjoyed it because, like, oh y'all are actually trying, yeah. Unlike Res- unlike Resident Evil, who just said "fuck trying," you better get your you better get your KY jelly ready because we finna fuck y'all in the ass because y'all we about <laughs> we finna fuck y'all over and not give y'all what y'all want. So Sonic oh. gave me what I wanted in a movie, and it had Jim Carrey just being coked out. Jim Carrey, so that was that's
1: always fun. So I'm so based on what you just said, though, and the way you felt about Sonic, that means they're two out of two for you. Like that means like so far they put out two good ones like that's the same people. And now they're trying their hand at like another video game franchise. I get it. It's Pac-Man. I'm not necessarily interested in like Pac-Man as an IP at all. But I think we almost like almost maybe need to give them some credit, you know, like they've been actually doing some good work here. Man, look, that's that's all fine and all. Look, that's <laughs> all
0: fine and all. But uh, I'm gonna just, I, I'm gonna just say this. I don't think, I I don't think of uh, you can make a whole movie, based around this. Oh, hold on, let me just pull it up. Like, I just, I just feel like you can't make a whole game, based off of this. Is all I'm saying. Okay. And, okay. Hold on. Oh my God. I need YouTube premium. I, I, I need YouTube premium.
1: I really... <laughs> the commercials are killing you? Yes. So, so, I have a question after you after you pull it up then.
0: Alright, well, before you get your question, I just don't see... I really don't, don't see them making a full feature length movie based around a simple-ass concept such as this shit right here. Dude, I have oh so many tabs, so many tabs. <laughs> there we go. Like just, just imagine. How are they going to do this? Well, how are they going to make
1: a full movie about this right here? Okay, okay. I think I have a. I think I have a pitch for you. Hold on. Wait. Before I think, This motherfucker glitched the game out. He <laughs> really I, I just, did.
0: Like, like, I just thought... I just looked at it. That is five hours of this man cheating. That is five hours of this man he cheating. He found a bug in the original <laughs> Pac-Man game. <laughs> oh, Americans. Oh, he probably was American. Always finding the short of, Always finding the easy way out. Now, what did you have to say?
1: So, okay. So, first off, I got a comment. Like... I, video game movies, I, I still think they are very much in their infancy. They are very much, like, there's more bad than there is good. But we are starting to get good video game movies. Like, w- they're far and few between, but we're starting to get better at them. Like, Detective Pikachu was was a solid movie. We got Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and 2. That was solid. Wreck-It Ralph is a video game movie. We did get Wreck-It Ralph 1 and Wreck-It Ralph 2. Those are video game movies. Those were decent. I'm you know so so far we're starting to trickle into that like depending on who gets their hands on it is starting to get in that better territory i have a feeling that if they can make this like a sonic the hedgehog with a big record ralph kind of like comedy style to it and like this could be something that really is going to surprise a lot of people but if it's uh, but it could also be the emoji movie so i mean it I think there's like, it's either going to be decent or it's going to be like the worst thing that we've seen in a very long time. I don't think there's any in between. But I got to, my question for you though was, which movie is going to be worse? I'm going to give you three video game movies that are all, all scheduled to come out. What do you think is going to be the worst out of the three? Here we go the Pac Man movie we just talked about, like Seth Rogen's Donkey Kong movie, or. Or the Super Mario movie with um what is his name? Chris Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Okay, so out of those three, which one you think is gonna be the worst one?
0: That is really hard to say because okay, so let's let's start with uh let's start with the Pac-Man movie. Mm-hmm. I have my thoughts on that. I just don't feel like there's enough to be put in there. Last time I saw a Pac-Man in the movie was that shitty ass Pixels movie with Adam Sandler and Kevin James in that it. Is sure. When, was was Pac Man in um, Rick and Ralph though? I want I feel like it might have been. He, he probably was. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and you forgot one. You forgot a movie, Ready Player What's Two. One?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that's a video yeah. game movie. Yeah,
0: I didn't yeah, hate that, that
1: movie, but I it's so forgettable. It's very much so forgettable.
0: Oh oh, I, I hated that movie because it <laughs> it, 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 it played with my, it played with my intelligence when it came to multiple that and Free Guy just played with my intelligence. On how they think video oh. games,
1: like you did not like free like, guy.
0: I didn't like the logic behind it between, with, with video games. Oh, I like yeah. the, like ready player one, it made the same mistakes. Like, look, y'all, we got video game stuff. Y'all remember the tea bag? Look, it's full on display. Like, I, I didn't even see the tea bag, man. tea bag been played out since two, 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 two. 2000, Yeah, like come on yeah. now. But yeah, now that's hard. Uh, I'm going to say Pac-Man. No, I don't know because Seth Rogen, it depends. If Seth Rogen is high and <laughs> determined, if he's high and determined, he can put out something good.
1: Chris, I, Pratt,
0: Chris Pratt is Mario. I I don't even know how that's going to work. <laughs> uh, I it's, It hurts my brain just thinking about that. And what was that fourth one you said?
1: No, no. That was the, those are the big three. Those were the big three. Okay. I'm – I think Donkey Kong has the most potential out of the three based on like, just like I bet Mario's coming out first. Like Donkey Kong is going to be a spinoff because Donkey Kong is in Mario. Um, But can you imagine Seth Rogen and maybe a Snoop Dogg as Cranky Kong or like, or like old grumpy Kong and just making that an anime movie? I think that might be funny. I think it might be.
0: Man. Like, to be honest, some of them, <laughs> I know it sounds it's, it's it's cheesy as hell. I wonder if I can find a trailer for it. But the best Mario movie I have actually seen, no, was a was a YouTube no, not that shitty as 1990 oh. Mario. Okay, thank God, <laughs> thank God, I was like new,
1: um, new.
0: But this was, but uh, uh, this was made by a YouTube channel. Uh, let me see. Uh, it's made by Beatdown Boogie. And mm, even it though it, it's crazy as hell, let me see if I can find the. I'm see if I can find the trailer for it. Yeah, here we go. It's crazy as hell. D- the shit is weird, but man, this shit was entertaining. Hold up, I'm gonna just show you a little bit, a little, a little clip from this from this gem that 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 I found. Okay, Let's okay. Live share video boogie.
1: That's a name.
0: Yeah, yeah let me see. It came out nine years ago, which is crazy. I'm old. I'm old, y'all. I feel old. I
1: understand. I understand.
0: I, I I feel really old. Oh my god, man! Give me another survey. Give me another guy.
1: <laughs> you need the YouTube ad block for Google Chrome. I I, I do. <laughs> you I do. need that one. I'm, I'm so tired of seeing it, it.
0: Like, hey, one time I got a blue. One time, and this is just the end of being funny. One time I got a Bluetooth ad. I like fuck you, internet. Just Mm-mm-mm. fuck you.
1: Mm-mm.
0: But yeah, here's the. Uh, but here's the trailer for Mar- uh Super Mario Warfare.
1: All right, let's check it out. Oh. This already kind of reminds me of that Dungeons and Dragons kind of trailer that just dropped. A little- At
0: 05- <laughs> Bowser's airships dropped two atomic bomb bombs. Oh no! Emperor oh, Yoshi no. has surrendered unconditionally. The Mushroom Kingdom is the last nation standing between Bowser and complete annihilation. Make no mistake, men. Most of you will die in this war. <laughs> we have a secret weapon more powerful than the whole Koopa Empire. Our freedom!
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Is that Toad? Toad was doing work like that? Wow. (laughs) That looks insane.
0: But yeah, man, that's um, I saw that like a few a, a few years ago, and basically, like the premise of it is, is that this is
1: bef- this is
0: a prequel to the first game.
1: That's insane! So- this is absolute madness. I, I don't think I need that in my life. But <laughs> that looks you know it what? looked funny. It looked funny. Oh man, it, it it is hilarious.
0: But the best part about it is, is that um, I guess that. I guess that the person, I guess the person, the people that do this, I guess they have a background in stunt choreography and fight choreography Mm -hmm. because there's actual fights in this. this, And they're actually choreographed really well. Yeah, that was solid.
1: That was solid.
0: I was really surprised with the quality of that. See, but like stuff like that, I've always felt like I've liked the YouTube stuff more because the YouTube stuff. They they take liberties, but they still have a respect of the prop, a, a respect of of the property. Because to be honest, I forgot through all the Mario shit that I've seen, I forgot that there was a king, of of uh, a mushroom kingdom. Until yeah, I it was it. like Peach's daddy, right? Yeah, but we, shit, we barely see the motherfucker. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, man. But uh, going back to what we're talking about, I'm gonna just say the Pagan movie gonna be shit now. <laughs> Cause, yeah, the Pac-Man movie gonna be shit. I I I have no faith in that. No faith, no hope. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. So, yeah, but hey, can't wait, right? I I, yeah, we can wait. We can wait. (laughs) We can wait. Definitely can wait on. Don't give me that bullshit. Now, also, some more video game adaptations. Uh, beloved series. Eve, I've loved, I've loved mostly every game. I even, I even played the most recent two that are not favorable. I find my enjoyment because I love this world so much. But if y'all remember Fallout seventy, I mean Fallout seventy six, yeah. Fallout, um, Fallout is getting a, a, um, a TV series. Now we don't know much about the series, but from what I've been But from what I've gathered, it seems like they're not going to go like it's going to be the post apocalyptic route, but they're not going to try to play it so straight laced. It's going to be it's going to be like a dark comedy, which to me, people saying, oh, they're already ruining it. Like if you honestly think about it, Fallout New Vegas had a dark comedy feel to it.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. It felt like a Zack Snyder movie. Like, I'm not yeah, even, yeah. not even from, like, it really did feel kind of like, it has a dark kind of, almost like a, hmm, I dare I say it, like a, what was it, Army of the Dead kind of vibe? Right. Yeah, it kind of has that kind of, like, humor, that kind of, like, nuanced um energy to it. I'm. It's a little bit more serious than Zombieland, but not quite, like, serious, like a um World War Z or was that um was the zombie movie where the zombies were moving really fast um uh 28 days later 28 days later yeah it's not th- quite to that level of like taking itself seriously so I don't know I to me Fallout is like it is I don't think no one really recognizes Fallout's m- a magnificent story other than New Vegas because um uh, like Most of the time, like, Fallout Fours barely has a story. Fallout 3 really didn't have, like, a super deep, nuanced story. Neither did 1 or 2, for that matter. So, I think New Vegas is the only real story to really tell in that universe, if you're basing it off video games. If you're basing it off of, like, IP-wise, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot to work with there. I just hope this doesn't come to Netflix, because, like, Netflix kills a show.
0: Well, I'm gonna just say this. The thing about, like, kind of like it's, it's kind of like um Skyrim games the stories like like you're not really there for the story itself you're there for the stories that's built in the world because um me I'm a huge Fallout nerd so I went around all the vaults did all the little like did all the little scavenger hunts for for the info on the vaults and to be honest when I was a kid playing this game like oh this is oh this is a nice little vault but after reading some of the lore like holy shit this is this is terrible this is horrifying
1: yeah it got dark it like some of the things that happened in the different vaults that you explore and you really read the subtext like the story underneath it's like they're insanely dark yeah man like the one with
0: the um the one with the drug addicts that was fucked up
1: oh for sure for sure i am um To me like I don't necessarily know where this lives because like we it it can't be too high budget I imagine they're not going to spend a whole lot of money making a Fallout video game as far as like a super high budget Game of Thrones style like where everything looks like a, a movie quality like Disney like Game of Thrones or Disney Plus show they're not going that deep and they're not probably not going to be in the same kind of quality as like an HBO show as far as like um, I said Game of Thrones earlier, but like the the last of a show which is coming out, which is probably going to be magnificent. Like, it's probably not going to be that quality of production as well. So I think this might lean closer to. dare I say it like that Netflix kind of like that Netflix kind of lower budget kind of show that post apocalyptic kind of show. More like the um, CW's 300, uh, like 100, if you've ever seen that, like the 100 show. Like, yeah. I imagine Fallout to be just pretty much that, because that was pretty much the same thing. It's all about the irradiated uh, world where a lot of the world was just like taken or taken down based on a nuclear event. That's almost the same show. We, we pretty much got it in the 100. Well, I'm going to tell you why I have faith. One, this thing is not gonna this thing is not gonna be cheap. It has a
0: hundred and fifty million dollar budget over five years, so it's not gonna be cheap. Yeah. And two, two, I just saw that the showrunners is gonna be um Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy. And if for people that that watch this show on HBO, they do what they do Westworld. Westworld is a phenomenal show. I I really love Westworld. And three, it's going on Amazon and Amazon, they have a lot of nice shows. Like Reacher is probably going to be in my top five. I think it came out. No, it came out last year. I think. Or no, I think it did come out this year. Reacher, way, Reacher, yeah, Reacher was this year. Reacher was was so, so enjoyable for me, and I still got to catch up on Hannah because, like, I just—it's mixed. It's very much mixed. Yeah. I enjoyed mm-hmm. the first season. I never got to see the second season. Also, they always have my boy die in everything that he's in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, and then of course, you know the boys. The boys what? gonna be the boys. So like I'm looking for the not- spin
1: off. Oh yeah. Uh V or are- uh, gen v or whatever it's called yeah i'm looking forward to that so bad but i mean and you're right amazon's putting out good quality of content like even on their um animated side of things invincible is like phenomenal yeah they did really good work with that i don't know for the anime side of the fence they also did um vinland saga which is one the, to me one of the better newer animes of the last like three years so amazon's putting out good content i can't i can't disparage that i just get a little. I don't know. It's just I have a vibe about like Fallout and maybe it's because I feel like the IP is a little stale. But, you know, maybe they can do some magic with uh, the new TV show.
0: Well, also, uh, you have a right to feel the way you do because uh, (laughs) because I'm not going to lie. Now, the only thing I'm fair, y'all, I'm fair. But goddamn, when. Uh, they leaked some photos of they set, and I'm I'm gonna just I'm, I'm gonna let y'all be the judge. I'm gonna let y'all be the judge yourselves. Okay, that's that's part of the vault. Oops, no. See okay, like- vers- see- Okay, see no, not Bear vs. Seahawks. Is that Shawn Michaels? <laughs> but but uh, oh, the heartbreak uh, kid, baby, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah okay so here's a, a more a, a more look at it now here's my problem with this i don't know if wait wait hold up can't wait oh wait oh wait i did not share it let me share it again because i w- I just want to point something out i just want to point something out that that bugs me in a lot of in a lot of shows okay can't you, can't can you see why does this not automatically not go to the dynamic all right here we go so, th- so this right here now this is like a high school cafeteria okay let me just the only thing I have a problem with I think that the design itself they're they they're they're hidden hidden they're hitting the mark with the de- design itself but this it looks too clean, clean. yes yeah, looks too clean now I do think that they said that this is before the fall of the vault okay. which okay I'm kind of if, if that's the case, I'm kind of with it because what if they do it? So what if they do this right? What if um, the first season, the first season is inside the vault, and by the end of the season we see how the vault falls, how the community inside the vault turns on itself, and then the next few seasons we go into the world of Fallout.
1: I, I wouldn't be surprised if, based on like, based on the budget you told me about, I wouldn't be surprised if they just did a whole show based on like life in the vaults. Like, I wouldn't, well, I'd be, I'd be almost shocked if if they started exploring like the outer world of that, especially with like a hundred fifty million dollar budget. I think that they are, they might be conservative on that and actually have like a whole show that in the vaults where they do like almost like factions to where like maybe there's like a religious faction, maybe there's a drug dealer faction, maybe there's like a um maybe there's like a teenage warlord kind of faction, but like I I see them living in that vault for a long time. Maybe they well, do like all, I, all, all like maybe four seasons in that vault.
0: Well I'm gonna just say this I, I have faith in it because for one, a one hundred fifty million dollar budget for a TV show—that that, thats a lot of money. That that's honestly a lot of money. I think Stranger Things cost two hundred million, and mm-hmm. this Lord
1: Lord of the Rings show is going to be five hundred million. So thats, that's you know, why I'm anticipating as a budget show though. Like that's to me it's like, to me like I I think we I think we need to reevaluate what's like a big budget show now because like Disney Plus just changed that game. Right. Disney Plus has completely changed that game.
0: So the reason why I, the reason why I have faith in this show because mm-hmm. for one, they're putting the money into this show. That's one thing yeah. I do. That's one thing I do like about this IP is they're putting the money into it. Now, now another thing is they got the producers of Westworld, and Westworld, kind of the same thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's its own. It's his own unique world and i do like that about it i love that about i love i love west world so i'm i'm looking forward to seeing what uh what those what those showrunners do
1: i hope i'm wrong i hope that maybe i hope that your dream of this show comes to life and that this is one of the better shows on television i i hope that especially for you as a fallout fan so I really do hope that you get the Fallout that you really wanted because you, you damn sure didn't get it with Resident Evil. So you need that win. Yeah, we, Resident Evil. Man, fuck them. <laughs> but uh, you need that win. Yeah. So man. I yeah, hopefully you get the win here with um, Fallout though. Yeah, man. But like I said, if y'all uh, Hollywood
0: just need to go ahead and just hire me because I'm giving you the blueprint. The first season can be based on life in the vault and the first thing you can just focus on being inside of vault 32 and you know it looks all normal like it normally does in the vaults but then we find out that the uh it's not the brotherhood i think it's it's the it's not the enclave either but whoever's pulling strings from the back or the overseers Mm -hmm. but we, we but we're slowly unraveling the mystery of the overseers and the the experiments that they're doing on these people these social experiments that that they do on these people, and then we can possibly move move from the vault and then explore the outer world because the vault is cool and all, but the outer world I think that's where, I think oh that's yeah, where Fallout, Fallout shines. Like
1: you you do not know true fear unless you are being chased by a death claw.
0: In, yeah, in and, that, and that's land. why
1: I was worried about the budget because I'm like I do not know where. Like all that budget to me is going towards it has to go towards two things: acting and then like the CGI effects. Because you have to get like the creatures of Fallout really well done if you're going outside of that vault. Like the mole rat, the the death claw, all that needs to be like um, even the orcs need to be like A one if you're going out of that vault.
0: Well, uh, the thing about it is like like I said, uh, if we're doing like the average like the average budget for a TV series it's five to seven million like an hour like like for an hour of television so so just think of five like seven million probably like your higher tier shows probably like in the in the teens like in the teens and like the like the late tens right now we're yeah. talking about 150
1: million that's a big budget that's but, a big okay budget. so with that budget do you think this is going to look better than i'm gonna throw some shows out there and you you like and you to give me a yes or no answer do you think this show is going to look visually better than um let's start with the mandalorian
0: yes because okay. the mandalorian the mandalorian cheated they 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 were on sets they were they, they were like they didn't even they even try to even shoot on location
1: okay so do you think this is going to look better than uh falcon and winter soldier
0: yes because falcon some parts of that look cheap I, I'm, I'm sorry okay
1: Okay. Um. Let's okay. talk. Of, um. The next one before you before you begin. Let's let's go with the next one, the boys.
0: Okay. See that one's hard because the because the like in the first season, it didn't look that good when it came to especially the CGI. Mm-hmm. Like, but they polished it up. Like I said, now let me um do do my let me do my research, but. Like I said, I, I feel like this budget, they can do a lot with this budget.
1: Well, I hope so. Well. I hope so. Um, and you're right. Amazon, like, I need to. My earlier argument was for Pac-Man was that that studio didn't miss. Amazon hasn't really missed yet. So I'm going to give them credit. I'm I'm going to check this out whenever this comes out.
0: Yeah. And just to put things in, into perspective, um, per episode, the boys was $11.2 million per episode. So a little higher budget, just a little bit. Yeah, so let, let, actually, matter of fact, let's do that math. One hundred fifty. Okay, so okay, so let's just say, oh, dang it. Okay, so let's just say they follow the they follow the um the blueprint of the eight episode the eight episode season, right? Yeah, gotcha. So okay, so that's um, forty. That that's so that that that's forty. So hundred. Oh shoot. Okay, oh my god, but that's if they follow the eight episode format, which I think they might go a little bit, they might go with six episodes. Maybe I would go with six, just me might even do 10. Oh, that's the thing,
1: though. You
0: stretch at that point,
1: <laughs> might even do 10. I uh, to me, I don't necessarily know what, like, to me, it all depends on what story you want to tell because, like, six is uh, unless they're like really long episodes, that's uh. You're going to have a lot of story to tell in six episodes. And especially if you're introducing like all these nuanced characters in the vault, you might want to give some of those characters time to breathe. Right.
0: Well, why did Roddy give me ass? I'm looking forward to it just because me as being a Fallout fan, I've been waiting to see. um, I've been waiting to see this. I've been waiting to see this on the big screen for a while now.
1: Okay. Not yet, on, not yet on the big screen, but small screen, we'll we'll do. Yeah, for sure. So a little bit of a subject change here. So what are the games? Let's say in the next three weeks, you're going to be playing. Next three weeks, okay. I'm I'm gonna
0: go ahead and hit up my franchise of Madden.
1: Okay. Saints Saints Row. Okay.
0: I'm def- definitely going to be playing that. And uh, uh, right now I'm I'm on my I'm on my Resident Evil kick, so I'm. Going Complaining through the ones that I've missed and replaying some of them. So, like, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, yeah, man. Because uh, I don't think nothing's really significant that I know is coming out in three weeks, besides Saints Row. Um, probably some indie games. I might. Ch- I've been meaning to check out that um, Dusk Falls game on GamePad just because. As I Dusk like, Falls. Yeah, I kind of like games like that. It's kind of like narrative base and whatnot, so I'm probably going to give that a try. I want to play The Quarry so bad because it it got that cheesy B-movie horror feel that I just <laughs> love. And it's from the studio that did Until Dawn and mm-hmm. the um, and the uh, House of Ashes anthology, which I think are excellent narrative-based games. I've just like games like that and Detroit Becomes Human. I'm waiting for the, that studio that did Detroit Becomes Human and Heavy Rain I'm ready to see their next project, to be honest.
1: Oh, that that next project is a Star Wars project, too. Oh, yeah. That's supposed to be like a very narrative, like Star Wars based project, similar, kind of similar to Knights of the Old Republic, but more in their like gameplay style, is what what we were told. Yeah, man. Because I
0: played, um, what you called, uh, what's that game called? Uh, Detroit Becomes Human. Yeah. A couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I, a couple years ago, and I was so like, cause me, I'm an aspiring filmmaker, and just seeing that, like, bro, this could be a movie. I'm legit
1: playing a movie right now. Oh, it was good. And, it it was yeah, really yeah. good. I will say that, like, I I don't necessarily know if Detroit become, I uh, like Detroit become human grabbed me as much as like Heavy Rain did, cause Heavy Rain like completely oh, sucked yeah. me in. Oh yeah, Heavy Rain completely completely sucked me in, and I played that game multiple times to get the multiple endings. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be my homework assignment for <laughs> for this coming up week. We just um we just got a new game called Roller 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 Drum. Have you heard of it? I have not. Is that on Game Pass or that PC? No, no. It's um it's actually a PlayStation exclusive. It's another oh. PlayStation exclusive, almost akin to like a Stray or like a Seafood. Okay, how was Stray? Cause I saw Stray, but my PS5 is out of commission, so I do not have to, to play it. <laughs> Stray to me, okay. The, let me just give a. I'll just give my quick impressions of Stray. Like Stray to me is a really cool puzzle platformer that a lot. It's probably the best game ever, best cat game of all time. Which that that's not a hard bar because there's not very many of them to begin with. But I think Stray is missing that character connection. Like I will. I think. Stray is missing that character connection in the sense that i don't feel like i had a character in that game to really just suck me into that universe that world that he was in right that i think that's what is missing but i feel like if you want a solid six to seven hour experience where you can easily get a platinum where you can easily like experience kind of this very cool like almost cyberpunk esque kind of world It's a beautiful game, but like I said, there's no, none, nothing really compelled me to keep going forward and keep going forward. Like it has no repeat, no replayability. Really, it has very little action, um, very little like suspense factor. It is a little. It's just more so like a stealth puzzle platformer. And if that's none of those are your jam, you're not gonna like this. But if you do want to try out something that kind of feels Almost a key, it's almost like a puzzle platformer version of seafood to where you can still tell it has polish to it. It's made by a really cool studio. You can tell the studio did a very fantastic job with the game. But this game is not going to speak to everyone. It is going to speak to only those people who really care about that genre or who really care about cats. There's no in between. Okay.
0: Okay. Well, you know. But,
1: but if you have PlayStation Plus, you should definitely I'd check it out. I mean, you can beat that in uh, one sitting. Okay, so
0: one sitting, I, I might, yeah, I mean,
1: you maybe two if you do like two, three hour sessions. Okay, now, oh, yeah, easy I, platinum, though, t- easy platinum.
0: Okay, yeah, like I'm I gotta get my PS5 back, man, because mm-hmm. some of these games
1: starting to come out. But you, I, I think you need to check out Rollerdrome. Rollerdrome Roller is uh, another indie game that uh, that came out on August 16th, two days ago, and it is, um, um did you play the tony hawk games back in the day oh yeah i did did you like them oh yeah yeah I, i did imagine tony hawk but a shooter you're skating around and to earn your bullets and earn your like rockets and stuff like that you have to perform all these cool like tricks and such like that the objective is to take out all the enemies on the board but you have to do it in this cool like stylized way because you have to keep reloading by doing tricks and all the same time you, it's complex enough to where like you have to aim and shoot while you're actually skating around and doing all these tricks. It is very fun and it's very pick up and play addicting. Like I've only played two hours of it, but I, because I've, once again, I'm like stuck on cold for the lamb, but it is very much, I my first impressions of Roller Drum are very good. I want to actually spend time and dive into it. Now, the soundtrack is not quite as good as Tony Hawk, but I do feel like it has a lot going for it. It's one that if you see this on a deep sale on the PlayStation Store, I'd highly recommend you checking out.
0: Yeah, man, I might check it out, but like I said, I had to find time to get The <laughs> PS5 fix. Wait, the, the, do any of y'all
1: know how to solder
0: HDMI ports back to PS
1: Five? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to. Go, you're gonna have to go to a professional for that one. But I,
0: yeah, I, I know. Like, goddamn it. But yeah, man, we've covered a lot tonight. Yeah, oh, also, sure. one last thing. Uh, there's a tender swindler of video games out there. <laughs>
1: so, tell me more.
0: I read this story. So basically, this chick. Which, hey, man, y'all need to hire her for y'all marketing department. So she had to be fine as hell because ain't no way hell. So she matched with multiple men and got them to buy and play near Automata. Great game, by the way.
1: It is fantastic God. game. You, God you shouldn't have to swindle people to play that game. That game is excellent all in its own right.
0: So right when they buy the game, she asked that, oh, you buy the game? Like, yeah, you play it. Say, yeah, can I get some ass now? Ghosted.
1: <laughs> wow,
0: <laughs> wow. Oh man, hey, wow. I
1: don't get what she gets out of this. Does she just want a sequel so much that she's just gonna manifest? Like, I'm gonna boost their sales so much they can't ignore the, the sales spike anymore. I do not get what her in game is out of this.
0: Hey, hey man, like, you know, maybe that like uh maybe that's a new way to lead people on is you is you act like you're into them then you have them support something that you like so they can get a sequel or a continuation man <laughs> i just find that so funny hmm. like just imagine if like just imagine you just been talking to this chick for months like man i gotta get some ass soon and then she hits you then she, then after you, you find after she you, she if you bought the game. You you bought it. You know, dedicate some time to it. Then it's like, um, then after that, you know, she just ghosts you. And like, damn, I'm mad as hell. But I kind of, I kind of bought this game, so I kind of got to beat this game now. That sucks.
1: I'm not an advocate of ghosting at all. I think you should always confront like people and really be honest with with individuals. Have a one on one conversation. Be adults about the situation, but. I'm trying to think to myself, I'm like, what game do I really need a sequel for that I really need this girl to help me out with? Like, I'm like, I really need, I'm trying to think to myself, I'm like, you know what? I kind of would really want a new NBA Street game. Maybe if, maybe if she could make that happen, this is okay. But this is totally weird. This is totally not an okay situation. I completely, completely do not condone these actions, but low key, what do we have to do to get an NBA Street? that's all i need to (laughs) know
0: hey well also uh, one last thing i want to mention maybe we can uh get army army hammer to threaten people
1: that that he's going to eat them if you don't if they don't make nba (laughs) (laughs) street i need a new nba street that would be magnificent i'm I'm just trying to think i'm like what new games do i need that are like what games do i need to make a comeback i need a new boxing game like i would love a new fight night if y'all can make that happen that'd be really nice too well it's not a fight night coming out, but it's a esports
0: boxing club game coming oh, out. Oh yeah, I'm I'm
1: all over it. I'm all yeah. over it. It's it's now like whenever that game comes out, which I think will be like twenty twenty three at this point, I'm going to probably be day one on that. Yeah, man,
0: I've been playing when I first got my Xbox, I was just playing fight uh Fight night champions non-stop, man.
1: Still playing that thing. That's yeah. that's one of the, the games that has like a permanent spot on my Xbox Series X. Like oh yeah, same, same for me. Like my girlfriend's kids, they were trying
0: to like, can we delete that? Don't you delete that? No, don't don't, no, don't you about don't to catch these hands that. too. Don't you delete that game? <laughs> don't you delete yeah, that man. game? But also one last thing before we get up out of here. Uh so apparently, and we're probably gonna review this on the podcast when it comes out um in on the movie podcast, um when it comes out September, because this shit's crazy. So if y'all know movies, y'all know a man by the name of Army Hammer. And if you have a if you have bacon soda in your house, Army Hammer, you know the uh like yeah, so a lot so the, the actor Army Hammer, he is you know part of family uh Family royalty because his family owns the bacon soda company, Arm and Hammer. And uh, if y'all been following news with his crazy ad lately, he uh, has a fetish and his fetish is not normal. I don't like to I don't like to kink shame people, but I think it's a problem when you fantasize about eating people. So Arm Hammer has a, cannibal fet- a cannibalism fetish. And apparently, it's this crazy ass documentary coming out from one of the normal fan members in in the uh, in the family, who's apparently it's a tell all about everything that, that they've did.
1: Like, like, I'm trying to remember where I know him from, and then I'm looking at the IMDb for him. Social Network, The Lone Ranger, I remember that one. Oh, the man from Uncle. That movie is so underrated. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I I know who he I now know who he is. I couldn't remember thing- who he is based on his name. Oh, sorry to bother you. I remember that one too. And, and the thing is, man, this man was, this man.
0: He was he was rising the ranks high in Hollywood at the time like he was becoming his own, like be, like get coming into his own, and then we just to come to find out he does shit like this. I'm like, who have the mighty fallen? And now he's in. I think he's in Mexico now, selling timeshares because the family cut him off. Like the like the family cut him off now, Ezra and now
1: Miller, Miller about to be right over there with him.
0: Oh yeah, speaking of Ezra Miller, uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, I'm hammered. Get some help. Speaking of Ezra Miller, one <laughs> last thing. Uh, yeah, so the, um, Ezra Miller finally came out with an apology, but it's not well. It, it, I don't, it's not sincere. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that uh, I'm pretty sure that Warner Brothers Discovery sent Bane over there and said, Now look, Ezra, we can do this the easy way or the hard way. The easy way is you can say you're sorry and get your shit together. Or the hard way is my man Bane here can break both your legs, and we're gonna sue you if we have to cancel this goddamn
1: movie. <laughs> I'm gonna be real with you. Like, I'm so shocked that this movie is still going forward. They are so. They must be so deep in production. Like, they're gonna net a loss by canceling. Oh no, the movie's movie. done. Oh no, yes. the movie's done. the
0: The movie was done. Like, it's in post production at this point.
1: Like,
0: what? I think they did like. I think they did like a few a few reshoots. I think mm-hmm. they did like a few re- a reshoots because I think they had, yeah they did do a few reshoots because I think they had to add uh, Ben Affleck's Batman in the movie.
1: Okay, so. so the only reason I can think that they're going forward with this movie, full steam ahead, and I do think, if this is the case, I think it's a valid reason. I think they're going with this because they are so determined to try to do that Flashpoint Paradox story where he basically reboots the whole DCU. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I think, yeah, and they need that to happen so bad. Like, I, I almost would condone still releasing this movie if it re- if it like reboots all the the DC movies going forward. Like we need new DC, we need a new DCEU. We need that so bad. Uh and I'll, and also don't don't call it this new universe DCEU. Just call it DC Universe. Like just be straight, just call it DC Universe and make it all connect with one another. Please just make it all connect with one another. Start off with one two three characters in your phase one and let let's lead up to justice league do not start this shit off the same way you did last time with batman versus superman or like any of that stuff just let's lead up to that slowly but surely copy marvel i love copying things copy things that work we should do it all the time copy marvel just do it i don't care if it's the exact same thing I'm gonna watch that thing. We're, we're gonna appreciate it. If Batman is the exact same movie as Iron Man, we will not care. We'll be appreciative. You're at least building the universe. Yeah, man. And then plus, Batman, you just can't go wrong with Batman. Like, the mm-hmm. Batman with
0: Robert, the Robert, Robert passion Batman, I, whew, I love that movie. But I think it's also, a good
1: movie.
0: Yeah. Also, another reason, reason number two why they're going through this movie, y'all, this movie cost $300 million. <laughs>
1: Y'all, if, if we spend three hundred million dollars on anything in the world, we're still we're going to want to see where our money's worth, or at least recoup oh. some of that.
0: Boy, uh that W B frog threatened to beat Ezra Miller's ass if he if he didn't leave. Like he, I'm pretty sure they told him you ain't even got to mean it. Just say sorry. Like mm-hmm. the thing about the thing about people, I don't think I an apology. And look, I
1: don't think this movie makes three million, three hundred million in the box office though.
0: I'm uh, okay, so. I'm I'm gonna put a poll in the Facebook group, okay, for branded popcorn, because I want to see, because I want to see, I want to see the answers. I want to see how many y'all bullshitting, because I'm gonna watch it still. By the way, but I don't think it makes three hundred million. Oh, oh look, I'm gonna tell you right now. Oh y'all, y'all can blast me in the comments or whatever. I don't give a damn. I'm seeing this movie regardless. As Mm. long as the only way I'm not seeing the movie if it come out that. Ezra Miller's on his Roman Polanski tip. That's the only time I've got. But other than that, like, like I'm seeing this movie. I like I'm I'm sorry. I'm a huge Flash fan, and I've been waiting to see a Flash movie for years. And shit, at this point, this is gonna be his last movie anyway. So Not next he's well. gonna be n- next he's gonna be in the movie with Kevin Spacey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the, I the way I necessarily... know. <laughs> That's The, so funny. the way. The way that he going, uh, he gonna be in. Uh, what was the movie? That cheap ass movie that that Kevin Spacey doing, like going straight to.
1: I know what you're talking <laughs> about. It went straight to DVD. It, to me, like they're gonna be like five or six, um, like untouchable Hollywood people, and they're all gonna be in a movie together. Like, and it's gonna be like a bootleg Expendables movie. It's gonna be like Ezra Miller, Meryl Gibson. It's gonna be. <laughs> It's gonna be like all these guys that Hollywood won't dang cook. It's all like all these guys that Hollywood won't touch anymore. Man, look, I, I just, yeah, man, I'm still gonna see the Flash movie, but I'm gonna put
0: a poll up because I'm gonna see how I many y'all bullshitting. <laughs> yeah, I love y'all, I, I love y'all, but if y'all are saying that y'all not gonna see this movie, I know y'all bullshit. Oh yeah,
1: for sure. They they they're full of shit. Cause I Black Adam looks worse than this. It looks worse than this, and I'm still going to see Black Adam.
0: Like I said, I'm a I'm I'm a DC bitch, man. I I look at if I had to, I would sell my ass for some Batman. I, I'm just I'm just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just being honest, man. I'm, I will sell my ass for some Batman. I'm gonna sell my ass for some
1: Batman. I love Batman that much, okay oh wow that's funny that's funny you were a real one for that one, you real hey, one man,
0: that one. someone gotta take one for the team man yeah for real god damn, god damn it if not me then who sebastian who hey, take one for the team man i'll
1: enjoy the fruits of your life for sure
0: <laughs> see see while you're out there enjoying the latest batman and flash movie just know that you're that your friend in the neighborhood, Jason, he gave up just a little bit of ass just so you can enjoy that DC goodness. But yeah, man, that's what I just want to talk about. Like at this point, I was like, this man is crazy. Like he is trying to have a mortal combat with all of Hawaii. He has a compound with a cult, children chewing on bullets. And uh, now the fa- apparently the family's missing now. <laughs>
1: So it is way crazy, Uh, insanely crazy. So, ladies and gentlemen, I think this is like this is a crazy movie. I hope this reboots every single thing that DC is doing. I don't give a damn. Like, Wonder, we need a new Wonder Woman. We need a new Superman. We really need everything to be wiped clean and to start fresh, start new, start new. So hopefully we get some some clarity and some good, you know, a good revive going forward.
0: Yeah, man, and like I said, I never really had a problem with the actors. It was no, just they're good, that, like, they're think, good not, actors. Yeah, man, because I'm not gonna lie, I kind of want to rent out a theater and just play the Snyder cut on a big screen, just so I can like just have a theater full of people and experience that because that so many moments in that movie, I feel like were cinema, cinema moments. Like when mm-hmm. Superman came in and the not impressed That would have got to pop out the crowd. When Wonder Woman had that badass fight with Steph Wolf, that would have got to pop out the crowd. Even though y'all don't like Ezra Miller, y'all can't say that him running back in time is a top three comic book movie moment. Like, top three. Yes, I've been waiting Mm -hmm. all of my life to see the Flash reverse time. I've been waiting my whole life to see the Flash Reverse Time, and I finally got to see it in a movie that don't really fucking exist at this point. Hmm. Like, like, and Snyder fans, fuck y'all because y'all crazy. Y'all <laughs> review bombing, y'all review bomb Godzilla versus Kong, threatening execs. So calm your ass down. Look, you got we got the Snyderverse movie, okay? We got the Snyder cut. Just. Just chill
1: out. Yeah. I'm still just amazed top 3. That is yeah,
0: insane. Man. Yeah, ooh, man. It's the like,
1: snap the like I said, them coming back in the in game, I'm thinking like ooh, there's so many good ones. So many good ones.
0: Well, like I said, I say top 3. Like I just say comic book movie moments just because the thing I've been always wanted to see. Like I said, i just is the flash yeah the flash running like reversing time i've always wanted to see that and then as far as the snap goes i saw the snap coming to be honest i laughed my ass off when everybody was getting dusty. oh yeah
1: but it was still <laughs> it's it's an iconic moment though you know like and then like on your left when everyone's coming back i'm like oh i get goosebumps thinking about that and then to see like him say avengers assemble oh my goodness like i'm yeah. i'm already we'll see. thinking about it but we'll see all that I just kind of one moment, like okay. you don't know, have. You know, I kind of all that is one moment. What about but like the three Peter Parkers meeting each other and then fighting? Yeah. Oh, at the well, end, like of, I said, oh my goodness! There's a lot of them. I, I I get your point though. As a Flash fan, that that really resonated with yeah. you though. I get. Yeah, I got. You. Like,
0: I mean, even though like Ezra Miller, we probably should run back in time to fix all the crazy shit he did, but. Yeah. But yeah, man, I just it—I really enjoyed that moment. Even like, even though it, it took us, you know, bankrupting Warner Brothers Discovery to get it, but, right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, like I said, I'm also this movie has to come out just for some fact of the people that worked hard on it that don't get money like Ezra Miller. They put a lot of hard work and dedication into this movie, and I'm not going to lie, I, I did have a friend, I can't say no names, because he signed the NDA, but he said, yeah, man, I, I can't lie,
1: I, I saw the Flash movie, and I hate to say it, it was good. Okay, <laughs> you know, okay, I'll, I'm looking forward to it, <laughs> we got um Flash, uh, there's a lot of Flash stuff coming out like in the upcoming months, so this yeah. will be really good to see um, whether or not this lives up to the hype, but... I gotta say it's it's gonna be really interesting, and we um everyone stick tuned to the Bring the Controller podcast because we're yes. bringing you some really dope reviews coming out. We have a lot of games coming forward. I'm gonna be playing some Roller Drum. I'm gonna be playing lots of indies. I, it looks like we're both probably gonna be playing Saints Row for better or for worse. Um, I will check out the trial of Madden. Uh, Jace Jason over there's gonna he's gonna try out. A lot of different things. Um, he's going to really dive deep into Madden. He's going to dive deep into Saints Row. And, you know, he's going to bring all that good nerdy goodness because that's what we do here. So be yes, on the sir. lookout for all that as well. It's coming soon. And, and also, y'all, let me know in the comments section
0: or in the group where if you would like to see me do Let's Plays of some of your favorite games. It's probably some of the old ones. Like, I'll I, I stream some games for y'all. Or we can come here and do party games. I know Sebastian don't like multiplayer, but maybe we can give him to play like a party game with us or whatnot. And this—the thing about this brand—is we—we are all for inner interacting with y'all. So give us suggestions, and we will do it. And I'm also thinking if Sebastian be up for it, probably don't, because he probably don't want to watch these shitty ass movies. But I'm thinking about doing the bad movie, doing a a version of the bad movie reviews, but. Stick it straight to video games because we got a lot of, <sighs> there's, so lot much. of there's
1: so many bad ones,
0: a lot of a so ge- lot, lot of hidden gems. But before we get up out of here, I gotta let y'all know that uh, before we are switching to a new merch store, but it is probably not going to be up and running for like another couple weeks. I'm still trying to figure anything out, but in the meantime, if you if you like shirts, if you like shirts, um. We like shirts. We just still don't got hats. I'm, I'm sorry, bald people. Um, check out our T Public store, and I'm gonna just show you the T Public store right here. Uh, yeah, man. As you can see, T our T Public store has all of it has our three logos. We have the red and blue logo, the red, blue, and white logo, the red logo, and then you know the branch Popcorn logo. Also, um. So, just gonna check it out. Y'all want to check it out with me? Look at that, looks so oh, just so nice, so pretty. Looks yeah, and oh, look, you can get different, um, different, different you know, colorways for it. Different colorways, you got that charcoal heather, don't know why, I didn't know why it's called charcoal. Heather got that red heather, uh, probably looks better on, on the all black. But, I think uh, I like the charcoal a little bit more so than anything you, else. Yeah, and right now for the next 30 hours, you get 30%, 35% off. So $14 deal, of the deal. And look man, we got we got coffee mugs so you can just taste that goodness. You got the brand the controller sticker, the hoodies. We got all that on the store and yeah.
1: I Ladies and gentlemen, they are absolutely killing it with merchandise. With- absolutely yes. killing it with merchandise. There's stickers, there's hoodies, there's t-shirts, there's mugs for your there's mugs for your malt liquor everyone. It's you can't go wrong. So please check out the bring the controller merch store because you will always get the quality items that you want to support your favorite podcast.
0: Yeah, man. And also another thing, if you guys want to if you you guys want to uh turn in designs for us and I can see what I could do make that happen get probably uh try to i'll probably try to get a little commission for you guys if you do if you do bring in some of us because i had some had some ideas i'm run by sebastian but yeah y'all y'all can find us on the link tree on our link tree um link tree slash bring the popcorn or all of our social medias or whatnot uh thinking about starting up a pay, a patron a, a, a patreon but i don't know what to do for y'all because i want to if I'm going to do Patreon-exclusive content, I want to make it worth y'all's while. But, Sebastian, before we get up, out of here, where can people find you at?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you can find me on, at Sebastian23, spelled Sebastian with a C and with a O O at the end. 23, smack it right down in the middle. You can find me on that on all the social media platforms, as well as all your favorite podcast services. I'm also the host of the Pro Nerd Report, the nerdiest we bring you that sweet nerdy news that you need to know about i'm doing reviews over there we also have some really cool indie studios that we are interviewing keep on keep on the lookout we're interviewing a consultant and one one of the prime people who wrote for sonic the hedgehog the movie so that that's coming up we also have some really cool um esports people who are really coming on they're talking about evo and their experiences with their with that and We got some great video game reviews coming on that channel, uh, on that podcast as well. So that is the Pro Nerd Report. You can find that on all your favorite podcast services. Also, you know, you you can just hit your boy up on all the socials. If you have any questions for me, just let me know. I'm also a part of the new Facebook group for the Bring, the popcorn group. So you you got any questions, you got any critiques, you got any, like, video game stuff you want to talk about, hit me up. Your boy's always open.
0: Yes sir. And y'all go check out that man podcast because that man be getting me through my work day. That <laughs> man be me my work day. So I appreciate you, sir. I Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I I like the brand to popcorn. I I don't have a I I I don't have a slogan for brand to controller. They're still in the works.
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm, I will th- I'll think on that. I'll troubleshoot yeah. it and I'll, I'll throw some stuff out there for you.
0: In the meantime, y'all, I guess one up. Uh that's been <laughs> that's been all y'all. And like I said, just uh, just always just come chill with us. We're gonna try me and Sebastian busy also. We're trying to find a set a set day so y'all can look forward to us that set day, and then we'll let y'all inform y'all if anything changes. But in the
1: meantime, y'all, I think we're up out of here, man. Yeah, it's time to eat. Get a get a late night munchie session in. So, highlight your boy later. Peace All out. All right, yeah. peace out.